0: Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello there, and welcome to this episode number 260 of the WP Builds podcast. An absolute pleasure to have you here. This episode is entitled Image Compression for Faster Websites with you. It was published on Thursday, the 6th of January, 2021. My name's Nathan Wrigley, and I will be joined a little bit later by Shane Bishop, as he is the founder of the plugin under discussion today. But before that, a few bits of housekeeping. The first thing is simply a message from me. If you had a bit of a break over the holiday period as I did, I hope that you are well rested and ready for 2022. As I said, I simply cannot believe that we're in 2022. It seems like only a couple of weeks ago that we were beginning the new millennium, believe it or not. But time and tide waits for no man. And so 2022 is what we've got. And I hope that you have a productive and profitable 2022. If you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you know that I've got some typical things that I say at the beginning of the podcast. For example, I'm going to introduce you to our subscriber page, wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe. If you find yourself enjoying this podcast, even a teeny tiny bit, then head over to that. That's wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe. And over there is every possible place that you can keep in touch with us. So that could be YouTube, it could be Slack, it could be our Facebook group, which is a very nice place to hang out, I might add. Or it might be just signing up for our email newsletter, which we produce each time we create some new content. This is our Thursday podcast, so we'll notify you about that. But also we do the This Week in WordPress show every Monday. You can find that at wpbuilds.com forward slash live. And we'd love for you to come along and make some comments. You never know, if you're lucky, we might put them on the screen and share them with our notable WordPress guests. What else have I got to say? wpbuilds.com forward slash deals. Black Friday, it seems like a long time ago now, but it it happened and it was over. But our WP Builds deals page, it's there 365 days of the year with massive discounts on WordPress products, themes, plugins and all of that jazz. So go and check that out. And lastly, if you would like to advertise on WP Builds and get your product or service in front of a WordPress specific audience, wpbuilds.com forward slash advertise, fill out the form and let's see. If we can connect. Okay, today it's all about image optimization. I'm talking to Shane Bishop, who is the founder of the Ew plugin. It's spelt EW. You may have heard of it before, but he's on the podcast today to tell us how it all works. You probably know that Google like fast websites, and one of the fastest ways to speed up your WordPress websites is to compress those huge images. Now, being a pro, you probably knew that already, but you never know. Your clients may not know about it, and this plugin enables them and you to compress your images with great speed and great ease. They don't just do images, though. They're also able to do things like PDFs, they've got an API, and you never know, in the future, they might be able to compress other things as well. So we talk about the plugin, how it works, why it was built, what's in the roadmap, and the pricing, and so on. And I really hope that you enjoy the podcast. Hello there, and welcome to the WP Builds podcast once again. We've got an interview today, and on the line all the way from Montana in the United States, I have Shane Bishop. Hello, Shane. Hello, hello. Hello, indeed. Now, it just occurs to me, we had a probably about a 10-minute chat before this began, mm-hmm. and there was one enormously important thing that I forgot to ask you, and that is, how on earth do I pronounce the name of your your product?
1: There's two different ways. You can either do it EWWW or u EW Image Optimizer. Okay, so EWWW
0: is going to be far too complicated for me to say over yeah. and over again, so I'm just going to go for u. Why... Why you why E-W-W-W, What's the significance of that?
1: Well, it's it's horribly original, you know, because I started out my company doing web consulting as exactly WWW, and I thought, well I'll just abbreviate that, because that's what the other image optimizer had done at the time. There was the CW image optimizer, which was abbreviated for Corbin Works, and so I thought, well I'll just do that. And then I was like, wait a second. E-W-W-W, You ew, like you? Your images are huge and gross and bloated. <laughs> and I thought, well, let's go with that. Okay, okay, okay. So you, in the sense of,
0: ew, I don't like that. I've got it. I'm yes. Good. Okay, so that's yes. what the that's what your product does. I will announce the URL. So if anything confuses you during the course of this podcast, just hit pause. Go to e-w-w-w dot and check it out but it is it basically it bills itself as speeding up your website with image image optimization and I know that many people listening to this won't need clarification about this but we'll do it anyway because there'll be many people who are new to WordPress that are listening and don't really know that this is important you've got a website you've got a bunch of images on it you're saying they need to be optimized
1: why? Well, the biggest uh, thing that slows down websites is the images. And it's so easy to get the images wrong, to put them in there too big, whether it's the file size and, you know, saying, hey, I I really want these to be top quality. So I saved them at the top quality on Photoshop. Well, you don't need that for a website because no one cares about that kind of quality. Um, But then there's also the dimensions and that's the one that's trickier and honestly harder to address as well from a plugin standpoint. But if you put an image that's, you know, two times too wide and two times too tall, you've just got an image that's four times too big in file size as well. Um, And so that sort of thing really can um, eat up bandwidth and destroy the speed of your website in a hurry. And so making sure both the compression, uh, you know, the quality balance is right and not going overboard with that and making sure uh, the dimensions are right and then you got mobile devices and it's like well I sized this for desktop and oh crap now I gotta do it for mobile too and that gets to be messy Um, and WordPress helps with some of that with the sizing stuff Um, but our stuff goes in and takes a step further and really helps you nail that down so that you're not wasting pixels and everything else yeah okay so so
0: let's dig into the sort of technicalities of it if i if i install that you plugin in in wordpress how do i interact with it how so everybody be familiar that you can you know you can upload images inside of a post or you can go to the media library and you can upload things there But where does U make itself apparent? What buttons do I need to click? Or is this all kind of autopilot once I've gone through some sort of wizard and set up some basic settings? How does it work? What do I interact with?
1: Sure. So if you go over to uh, the settings section, uh, you'll find that U Image Optimizer in there once you've installed, activated, all that jazz. And you'll get a wizard, which will walk you through what we recommend uh, for the best settings. And it will also... Uh, give you the option to not just do the free compression and the free features um, but to sign up for uh, the the premium compression and our io CDN, which uh, will give you um, a lot more compression and make it a lot simpler for you. Um, so just with the free version, you can do quite a bit. You can get WebP conversion, uh, which is a new file, new-ish file format for, from Google, uh, you'll get lazy load, you'll get a lossless compression, which preserves the quality 100%. Um, and then uh, I'm trying to think. There, that's, that's the big stuff. Yeah. Oh, and then, of course, you can uh, auto, do a bit of auto-scaling. So if, like I mentioned, WordPress will do some of that um, responsive type stuff with what's called a source set uh, layout of the image, And so that will allow the browser to go, oh, hey, my screen size is this, I need that image out of a list of say, four or five different images. And so when you use our lazy loader, you can turn on this auto scaling bit that will tell the browser not just, and not just going with the WordPress defaults, but to say, hey, this space is exactly this size, use the image that fits in there. And then the browser will get the perfect size um, image or the best sized image for that exact space and so that works pretty slick
0: okay so you you run through some kind of wizard you go to the u settings and configure it how you like i'll come back to that in a minute because I, although i haven't used your plugin before i have many times gone into the the settings of you can you rivals of yours, if you like, and and been really thoroughly confused because of the, the acronyms and all of the jargon that's going on. And I ended up sort of thinking, okay, I'll, I'll probably just go with the defaults and let's hope for the best there. But how? where is this work actually being done? So let's say I get a gigantic photo that has no business being on the internet. It's got pictures of, it looks like you're into cats by the website. They've so got a big picture of a cat on your homepage. So we'll upload a massive image of a cat, which is ginormous what actually happens where is the work being done is it my cpu cycles being used for that or are you sucking it up into the cloud and doing the work on your end and then pushing it back how
1: does it all work that depends on your web host so by default for most web hosts it's going to when you're in free mode it's going to do all that work locally on your server and so it is using up you know cpu cycles most shared hosts can you know handle a little bit of that and not be too worried about it otherwise they'd be blocking our plugin and you know they'd hate our guts but uh, most of them have you know space to spare they they build wiggle room into their uh, servers so that they can handle that um but you know if you got too many images you know say you got fifty thousand images your web host might not be too keen on you compressing all of those you know in one day or two days or whatever on on your server um so that's one of the reasons that sometimes we'll we'll nudge people and say hey you maybe should you know sign up for our our premium stuff so that you can offload that um but then there are some web hosts like wp engine kinsta flywheel um bunch of others that are more managed hosts and they will disable uh, a function that's called exec and Basically, what it does is it lets PHP execute command line stuff. And that's how we do the free compression normally. But if that's disabled like it is on, on a lot of these premium web hosts, uh, then we actually let you do it for free on our servers in that lossless mode, in that really quick, you know, here's the bare minimum to get your images uh, whipped into to shape. So, yeah, that's kind of the difference there with the two different web posts okay um, and then of course if you sign up for premium then everything is done our on our servers we don't do any of the work on on the local server
0: so do you sort of schedule so let, let's say for example that i'm on a site and there are as you say fifty thousand images and i'm paying for your um premium service do you do you just sort of suck them up over a period yeah you know, i don't know do you do you kind of schedule that so you do 10 an hour or 20 50 100 an hour or what have you so that it's not crippling things for the rest of the day or yeah how does that work and also if you're compressing them on on your end, does it then throw them back to the media library so that they're visible to us after you finish doing whatever it is that you do to them?
1: When you go to the the batch or bulk optimizer, you'll see an option that lets you throttle those, and you can go anywhere from, you know, one second up to 30 seconds, a minute, you know, however you want to do that. Um, and then, yeah, you know, if you did it 30 seconds, it'd be doing what 120 of them in an hour Hmm. um, which is you know pretty easy on the server most of the time uh, five seconds five ten seconds is pretty good if you're worried about server load. and you do have a lot of images Uh, but again if you're using um, using the the free API mode on one of those hosts that doesn't allow um, the local version to run then you really don't have to worry about it all you can hit our servers as fast as you want and we won't care Um, and then yeah it it brings that optimized version so when and this is so in the free mode and with the compress API um, that you would see if you sign up for premium those all download the images back to your server and we never store them uh, you know unless you enable the backups mode but that's another story okay um (laughs) but yeah so it'll put them right back in the media library overwrites the original so that you don't have to update any urls or do anything weird it just you know does it for you Um, if you use the cdn one of the cool things with that is you can get a taste for what our compression looks like without ever messing with your local images it doesn't touch a single thing it copies your images to our servers and delivers them from there compresses them from there and everything um, which can be a really nice thing you can play around with quality settings if you want to or anything else and yeah yeah get a good feel for what things look like
0: yeah that's great i mean it it seems to me that this conversation is really timely because everybody's been talking about the core web vitals and all of that kind of stuff this is i guess one of the primary benefits now of doing this kind of thing is just simply the seo benefit do you have anything any insight for those of us who are not SEO experts as to as to how much this can help?
1: It's hard to say, you know, how much for any given website. Um, but you know, there's a classic study, and I don't remember the exact numbers, but a, or maybe not a study per se, but a, a classic story from Amazon back probably 10 years ago now, where they found that shaving like 100 milliseconds off their page load times boosted revenue in the millions. It was ridiculous. I mean, (laughs) on their scale, that makes sense, you know, because they're bringing in probably, you know, millions and millions a day. And yeah, 100 milliseconds is a big deal to them. Um, For, you know, a small, small shop, might be hundreds, um, could be thousands for some. So it really depends on, you know, the scale of your business and how bad your website sucks already. You know, some people, they come to us and like, oh, I didn't see any improvements. Like, well, your site's already really awesome. Good job. Right. <laughs> you know, like, what do you want us to say? <laughs> yeah. There's not a lot we can help you with.
0: You're really good already.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I mean, we run into those sometimes, but yeah, for the, for the most part, you know, and, and that's one of the things I look at is people are like, oh, you know, I'm gonna pay five bucks or ten bucks, whatever it might be, depending on the plugin. Is it really worth it? It's like, really, if you can't afford ten bucks, you're not making any money on your website. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that that's kind of the the take. So yes, you should see. Um, See a boost, you should see improvements there uh, by making your site faster. Yeah, especially if you go from like 10, some people go from 10 seconds down to one. And it's like, yeah. Your customers are going to like you that's pretty impressive isn't it yeah if if the images
0: really are taking that long and you didn't bother wordpress itself i can't remember what version but it it began to to make inroads into this in in a small way didn't it i think it was probably version what was it when 5.8 came out or something like that they began to strip out the maximum that you could have in a default install of wordpress but um, I'm guessing that you, you're you going above and beyond anything that is default in WordPress. Otherwise, oh, yeah. you wouldn't have a business, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that was 5.4. Oh, really? That's right. good grief. <laughs> 5.4. 5. 5.8 5. was the latest. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it was 5.4 was when they said, you know, here's the max pixel dimensions. And, of course, you know, if you think you know better and, and want something that's bigger than that, you can upload it. but. Um, there's really not much reason to go bigger than 2560 hmm. unless you're a photography shop yeah. trying to upload originals. But even then, the originals are still there. Um, so you can link to them if you really need to. But
0: if If you get into a position where you wish to revert i don't know what reason that might be but you you feel that for some reason a particular image the compression has actually in some way denigrated it and it's a little bit on the on the rough side and you're not content with it do you do you keep the original line around somewhere so that they can just restore that or maybe have another pass at compressing it whatever the case may be can you get back the first image that you originally uploaded
1: in the free version we don't have that mostly because you shouldn't ever be able to see the quality difference because it's literally lossless compression yeah. and can't change the quality. Um, but then, you know, you get into the premium stuff and there are images that, that you know, give the compression engines fits, especially ones with, uh, you know, hard edges. You, know, you put text overlays yeah. on top of an image and you get those really sharp lines and uh, some of the compression algorithms really struggle with those. And so, yeah, there's we have a a backups option uh, that I believe is enabled by default um, for any API customers. And then, yeah, you can go into the media library, swap yourself over to list mode and restore that image. Or even, you know, you can go in and turn down the compression level to say to lossless and then go and recompress that, that image. In lossless. I guess I should clarify, we call it pixel perfect, because that's literally what it is. Every pixel is preserved. There's no changes um, in that
0: mode. Okay. The um, The media library itself in WordPress is a thing which I, I, I kind of feel it's a bit old in the in the i don't know what the expression is anyway it's a bit tired it kind of feels like it needs a bit of an update and a whole bunch of plugins that i've got do add their own stuff into the media library you know they add columns or they add uh, different things if you're looking at it as a list mode what are you putting in there to make it visible that things have happened that the the you know t- to make it obvious that the one you're using is the compressed one and so on and so forth
1: right so when uh if, if you're in list mode, you'll be able to see um, how many image sizes have been generated, which sometimes catches people off guard. They don't realize that in the background, WordPress mm-hmm. doesn't just have one image. When you upload it, it's going to create a thumbnail. It's going to create a medium version, a large version. And depending on the size of your image, it might, al- might also create a 1,500-pixel version, a 2,000-pixel version. So there's a whole bunch of different variants that it uses for different screen sizes um, that are there. Um, but you'll see how many of those there are Um, and then we have a little you know expander button that you can click to see exactly how much savings there was on each one of those the full size the medium the thumbnail large etc and then from there you can also re-optimize an image if you change the settings Um, usually if you change the settings we'll have a little orange exclamation point there to let you know that oh hey you changed something since the last time this was compressed might want to recompress it um and then as well as uh, some lesser used of course is the re- you know the option to restore from backups and then uh conversion options for example if you've got an image that's stored in ping and you go oh I should have done that in jpeg well you can just one click convert mm-hmm. it to jpeg right from that list mode Um, which is pretty handy you can go the other direction that's not as often helpful yeah i did have that one time when i was working at the local community college our logo for whatever reason had a bunch of cruft in it from photoshop shocker (laughs) and and, uh so it, it actually had been saved in jpeg but it was a logo it should have been in ping and so it did actually you know make sense to convert that one um, so there are some times where that'll be helpful. And then gifs, if you have ones that aren't animated, a lot of times those will be smaller as ping and so we have that one click option. Or you can go into our ludicrous mode and just do them all that way. If you you know for example, with gifs, that's usually kind of a no brainer that you know if they're smaller, go ahead and convert them and the plugin will be smart enough not to convert them if they're not smaller. But
0: I have to ask, is it called ludicrous mode?
1: it is ludicrous mode have you seen space balls oh yes oh yes <laughs> yeah. I, and actually I, I read a review the other day and they're from you know a different country and so they've never seen space balls and they're like really you can't just call it advanced mode i'm <laughs> like i know but you have to see the movie and then you understand why it's called ludicrous mode <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to explain but yeah you uh yeah, yeah, if
0: you go and watch the film yes. with... Oh, who's the guy? Who's the little guy who is Dark Helmet? What's his uh, name? Rick, Moran, That's <laughs> it. Rick Moranis playing Dark Helmet. Moranis, anyway, yeah. let's not go off onto that, sort of stray off onto that. You yeah. you mentioned, you know, swapping from ping to JPEG and what have you. And then a little while ago, you mentioned WebP. Now, I, I see this cropping up more and more. My understanding is that we're basically there in terms of compatibility, but I could be wrong about that. Have a memory that Safari was holding out or some major browser, maybe it was Opera or something. But um, what, what are the benefits of WebP? What, what, what is it doing that's pushing the boundaries and why is it a useful thing to start using?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So traditionally we've had all these different formats, like we've been talking about JPEGs, Pings, GIFs, or GIFs, depending on how you like to say that, um, that do different things and, you know, GIFs are for animation. They also do transparency, but they're limited in colors. Then you got Pings can do transparency. Um, And then you've got JPEGs for photographs. And so you got all these different formats and I won't go too much more into that, but then Google came up with WebP and I don't think they originally came up with it. I think they bought the technology. Um, But anyway it actually has multiple codecs built into it into this wrapper basically that will do the lossy compression like jpeg it'll do lossless like ping and it'll also do transparency and animation and so you've got this one format that basically covers all use cases and it's generally smaller than all of the others for for most images Um, ping's not 100%, 100%, um, and not all JPEGs either. It's probably closer to like 95%, 99%, somewhere in that range um, where they're, they're smaller. And we see savings, you know, sometimes up to 40%, 50 60% with WebP on images that we've already compressed with our premium compression. So it's, it's pretty impressive stuff.
0: Can you obviously there's great benefits there and you would advise people to you know, use the software that they're using take the images, typically off a camera or something, it's going to be, I don't know, JPEG or something like that, and then compress it into WebP in that case Are there any pitfalls in terms of browsers that are still holding out against WebP?
1: Right, and so that's the other side of the coin is, sure we can con- convert it and it's great and awesome, and you know, but who do we give these images to and like you mentioned there were holdouts safari was holding out for forever and a day i don't know why but they were um but they finally added support um as far as i know all the major browsers do now support webp but you still get got about four or five percent of web users that are running older versions of those browsers especially with safari um but some of the others you know especially like internet explorer old versions of edge um don't have webp support. So it's they estimate there's around 4 to 5% of those folks. And so for those, all of the the delivery methods we use in our plugin account for that. So that we use conditional delivery so that the folks that can use webp get a webp version, everyone else gets, you know, the the well compressed version from our our system.
0: So given that given that let, let's say that somebody is a, a customer of yours and they're on the um, they're on the premium tier, is your recommendation blanket recommendation would it be? okay, go for webP and set it up to fall back to the whatever it might be. Um, so webP first and then anything else second?
1: Yeah, definitely and that's what our, our EZIO CDN does. you just turn it on and automatically it's it's doing that for you. you don't even have to do any setup. It just takes care of delivering WebP for all your images if it's the smaller format.
0: When when it dis- makes when it the CDN is making decisions about which image it needs to provide, how how many sort of you know how how much latency is there? How how many round trips does it need to do to sort of come to an agreement that this is the size that we want to do? Okay, here it is. Off we go. Send it over. Is that all happening really fast, or is there a little bit of a lag going on there? How does it work?
1: It's pretty fast, um, but there is, of course, that that first time we compress an image, you know, it's going to take three, four hundred milliseconds. Um, sometimes a little more if it's a really big image, but generally, you know, in that range. Our average uh, response time right now, I was just going to check, is one hundred and fifty milliseconds. Okay. Um, So, I mean, it's pretty quick, but you will notice a little bit of a slowdown besides the extra with using any CDN because it's got to go from the CDN edge server by the visitor, then go to your origin. Well, in this case, it's got to go to our server, which goes to the origin, your server, grabs the image, does its compression in 150 milliseconds or so, and forwards it on. So you end up with all of that going on. Um, anywhere from half a second to a second, depending on how fast your origin server is, well, and then once it's cached, then it speeds up from there, and it keeps speeding up as it gets distributed to all the the servers around the world. Right, right. Um,
0: well, that's the, that's the nature of the technology, right? There's nothing nothing much you can do about that. I was going to ask you about the the, the history that you guys have had, because, like I said at the beginning, um, it wasn't it wasn't a, a product that i was particularly familiar with i've heard of your some of your commercial rivals but until very recently i hadn't heard about you but you've you've been doing this for a really long time and, and i think if somebody's been doing something for a very long time and concentrating on that then you know there's a lot of credibility in that tell us about that how long have you been doing it when did you begin have you been through any sort of major iterations or updates or whatever
1: yeah, so this June marked nine years yep. um, that since I had launched the plugin. And it uh, was itself a fork of, as I mentioned early on, CW Image Optimizer, um, which was also a fork of the original WP Smush, which looked nothing like what you would see today if you installed WP Smush. Um, it was run by a guy doing it solo and it worked with the old Yahoo Smush It API, which is where it got its name. Um, in fact, I think it was originally just called WP Smush It. And it, the plugin itself was okay, but it was very limited. You could only do images, I think up to a meg, and you could only do um, like 50 or so a month. Um, I don't remember what the exact limits were on the Yahoo API. Uh, but now I know it's like fifty a month that they let you do or something like that. And so that's kind of where things started, um some nine years ago. And then you know a couple years after that, uh, the guy that was doing smush sold it to WP Mudev, and they they really took it off from there. They tried to acquire us. I said no. <laughs> i was in en- I was enjoying helping people and and you know, kind of setting my own future at that point and yeah so um nine years and that's shockingly which i realized just this year longer even than wp rocket's been around yep so yeah yeah crazy yeah it is a really long
0: time and one of the things that myself and a colleague that that i um, make a podcast with david Wormsley, he's all about and i'm all about now off the back of him Doing the the due diligence, when I come across a plugin, I, I really do start to look now into how long you've been doing it, how focused are you on it, have you been doing this exclusively for a long time, what's the support like, and all of those kind of things really start to factor in. But but longevity is a big thing, and obviously if you have been doing it for nine years, that's, that's yeah, incredible. You mentioned um, that, you know, on the Yahoo side, you could do sort of 50 images. What about the limits that you've got? Do you, obviously that's bound to the pricing. So let's let's get into that. What are the sort of tiers that you've got and how much do you get? What does it work like? Is it a monthly fee or is it a per image fee? Just describe how the pricing works.
1: Um, so in the free version, there's zero file size limits and zero uh, number of image limits that you can do um, even if you're using our free API, we just unlock it. You're doing lossless basic compression. You can do as many images as you want, and we're okay with that. Um, <clears throat> on the on our paid plans, they come with three different things. They come with that compress API that lets you compress your local images, which is really good for saving storage. Or if that's all you want to use, you know that's going to make your pages faster, and you get to use that premium. Compression on your JPEGs and and pings, and then of course lossless compression still with the the, the GIFs and PDF compression. Even um, all of the paid plans include that unlimited on unlimited sites, whether it's seven bucks a month or twenty five bucks a month. Then where we start to get into the limits is on the CDN, and with our new Swiss Performance plugin, that's kind of like WP Rocket, um, but different. Uh, You have the standard plan that's seven bucks a month, one site. Um, you have a $15 plan for 10 sites and then $25 a month gets you unlimited sites. And so then the only other limit is on bandwidth and most people never run into that. Um, we have, you know, maybe a dozen out of 10,000 sites that have hit their bandwidth limits. Yeah. Yeah. I can see on the 15. They're, they're pretty generous compared to, to what some other providers have.
0: Yeah. The, the 15, the growth plan, as you call it, which is $15, you've got a limit of 400 gigabytes, which is that's quite a lot. And it's uh, a uh, yeah, lot the, of CDN bands.
1: Yeah. People yeah. are like, well, how much is that? It's a ton. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, it's a really large yeah. amount. Yeah. I mean, you look at any of the other companies that are doing the, the CDN image optimizer thing, and they're not even close to that. Smush is like 10 gigs
0: and you got 400 on the 15 and if you go to the 25 okay. you got
1: double that you've got um, yep. 800
0: so close to a terabyte which is a large amount. The um, You mentioned a minute ago about Swiss, which I'd like to come back to in just a second, but I was curious because I was doing a load of video editing recently and I was uploading it to Vimeo and one of the things that I do is run it through a thing called Handbrake, which is a, an app. I think it's open source and available on just about every platform and, and it takes a video and it makes it really small. Same sort of idea. Do you do any, I mean, you mentioned PDFs, do you do outside of PDFs and images? Do you, do you get into anything like video or audio or anything else
1: we don't do any recompression on the audio and video and of course most of that's just because you know that's horribly time consuming you know, if you've used handbrake which I have um, yeah, it you know it takes several minutes well you, you don't want your, your visitors waiting several minutes for a video um, that m- might well no I hate to even go into that because I don't I don't think we'll ever get into video Um, you know most of the platforms take care of you know the compression on their side yeah Um, but yeah it's so but one extra area that we do get into just because we have the cdn um, and now of course with swiss performance plugin is the javascript and css minification and compression and so we we do that extra on the side with both of those
0: yeah so it feels like you you're sort of now getting into the the territory of yeah you do images and pdfs and all of those kind of things but the swiss performance side alongside this the javascript and css optimization it, it makes it feel like you're you get a much wider solution than you used to be so what what is what is swiss performance you likened it to wp rocket anybody that's been listening to this podcast probably knows what that is but for those that don't just tell us about Swiss, which, by the way, is S-W-I-S, one S at the end, performance.
1: One S, yes. One S because it's a joke, of course, <laughs> again. <laughs> it doesn't stand for anything oh I it mean, literally it's not an acronym uh, for anything it, it might literally as well have been doesn't blogged. stand for anything you can make up whatever you want <laughs> if you come up with something really awesome you might maybe I'll maybe i'll use your idea and send you 10 bucks or something That's or give great. you a free plan for oh. life who knows but um it it started with something me and my cousin did in college where we made these red shirts with white literally lettering, lettering that just said Swiss, S-W-I-S, and just to get people to ask what it stood for, and it was a lot of fun. And so when I was getting ready to name this, I was like, oh, it'd be so funny just to have an ode to my cousin who is also in technology and, yeah. But also, if friends.
0: people don't know that Swiss, the country, is, um, is double S at the end, Switzerland, yeah. for reasons quite unknown, has a real reputation for like high-quality stuff, doesn't it? You know, the clean environment, oh, Yeah. Ar- yeah. Ar- so yeah. I think I think you've accidentally stumbled there across <laughs> across a really genius acronym yeah. which maybe wasn't intended anyway what is it what does it do
1: so it it does all the stuff that's not images so it focuses a lot on the JavaScript and the CSS um, but it also uh, has a Google font optimizer it also has page caching just like WP rocket um, it has a, a another WebP function there. Um, so if you're not using our EZIO CDN or any of this stuff in UIO, you can use this WebP variant option for the page cache, which will have two versions of the page, one with WebP, one without. Same kind of deal, depending on browser support, it'll deliver you know, whichever version of the page the browser can handle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we do, of course, you know, async CSS. Um, We're working on a better critical CSS integration that's kind of the above the fold CSS so that it's not render blocking and can uh, render the page as quickly as possible. Um, It does have minify options if you're not using EasyIO already. Um, It's the same minify engine, so use one or the other. Um, And then of course it will defer or load JavaScript asynchronously as well. It'll add some extra stuff. It'll automatically enable Gzip compression on your site if if it's not already enabled. Um, it'll enable you know, those long-term uh, browser headers that you'll hear talked about sometimes, so that browsers will cache your your JavaScript, your CSS, your fonts, all of that, you know, for a month, three months, whatever it is. Instead of you know sometimes it's a day and then they come back the next day and they gotta load it again. Well, that's silly. You probably didn't change your files and if you did you'd change the the version anyway right um but yeah um so it, it helps out with that um some under the hood type of stuff and then my favorite feature which um, is something uh, WP Rocket doesn't have um, but it's more like uh, what you would see from asset asset cleanup pro um, it's a f- function uh, that lets you disable javascript and css on a conditional basis so you can disable it on a given page you can disable them site-wide you can say hey i only want it on these three pages you can do it however you want it's super flexible um, and really lets you dig into that and, and clean up some clutter um, which kind of leads me to some of the n- newer features of wp rocket that we don't have which is their delay javascript execution mm. and Um, eliminate unused CSS, the way they do it is they try to do it automatically, which isn't always perfect because there's some CSS that isn't visible uh, when the page first loads. You know, if it's, you know, some hidden JavaScript widget or whatever, um, you have to exclude those usually from the WP Rocket features so that it doesn't blow up your page. Um, And similarly on the, the JavaScript side, there's some, some, real hurdles that you got to watch out for to make sure that you're not delaying some of that JavaScript too long. A uh, perfect example is a slider. Uh, we saw this on a, a customer site last week where they were using that feature and you load their page and there's no slider. Mm. And then as soon as you move the mouse, oh, there's a slider mm. because it's got that delayed JavaScript which is kind of jarring and not a great experience and really uh, feeds into the the CLS or the cumulative layout shift that Google's really hammering on with their core web vitals. Um, So that's something you really got to watch out for is make sure that it's not impacting JavaScript that should be loaded, you know, right at, right at the start without being delayed. Um, So uh, we're going to have our own unique take on that down the road here. Um, But this lets the, the, slim feature as i call it in in swiss performance really lets you um fine tune that and some of those others will just hide the fact that you have a ton of crap on your site that shouldn't be there and so that's part of the reason that i hesitate to even get into some of that too much because it's just like it's just hiding the crap it's still going to load it's just going to load without affecting the speed tests so yeah it's kind of kind of cheating but yep it works yep. It, it works if it's done right i yep. guess is the way to say it yeah I, I, you do it right it's awesome um it, otherwise it just ends up hiding a lot of problems yeah
0: I, I do know what you mean the um the swiss performance i can see that's marked under the standard plan um, and then it's carried on into the growth and the infinite and what have you is it because it feels like it could be a standalone product obviously if you're on the pay tier you, that comes along for the ride is it available as a standalone thing or is it just bound to the image optimizer the u image optimizer
1: it's it's offered both ways okay. yeah, and we did originally start it out um, as a standalone plugin when we introduced it about a year ago and and when we were revamping our pricing plans towards the end of the year, one of the things I really felt strongly about was I wanted to give people a package that just included everything we could give them to make their site faster and they could use whatever they want without it being like oh I paid you know ten bucks and I'm only getting five dollars worth now crap no you're you're paying seven bucks and you're getting like thirty dollars worth and so you don't really have to worry if you only use one or one out of the three um is what, how we've tried to price it so that's one of the things i really really like about our new plans but again you can still um, purchase swiss the compress api and easy all individually if you know if you just want to pick and choose kind of go the a la carte method mm. and those are at, links are at the bottom of our our plans and pricing page
0: i i can see that you've got um the compression API listed in the product section in the footer of your website. but You've also got the Exact DN API and what have you. I don't know if you want to get into that. It's it's definitely above my pay grade. But is there anything that's worth mentioning about your APIs um, that might be of interest to somebody out there, some budding developer?
1: Sure. Um, without getting too much in nitty gritty, we do have uh, you know the APIs for both EasyIO, also known as Exact DN. That's the system that underlies it and then the compression API we have all that documented on the website so if you are a developer say you're not using WordPress you know and you want to build something for you know Shopify or or some other platform by all means have at it um there's there's a lot of you know while WordPress controls the majority market share there's still a lot of other platforms out there and a lot of potential for for using our tools on other systems um and you can really fine-tune things uh, via the documentation for those APIs. So, yeah. Okay. So if you if you go to u.io forward slash API,
0: you can find out more about those. Um, Shane, we've kind of run up against the time limit. There was actually quite a lot more that wanted to us, particularly ab- along the lines of, you know, how, how does an image even get optimized? Um, I don't know. Could we just stray into that for like one minute or a couple of minutes tops? Because... When I see an image on the screen, and and there it is, obviously behind all of that is a, is a bunch of code. And I was saying to you that every so often I accidentally delete the JPEG or whatever it may be on the back of an image. And when I click on it, it accidentally opens up a text editor. And I see what the image is actually containing, all of the raw bits and pieces. And that, that just leads me to think, how on earth... Do you even compress an image? How are the decisions made about, okay, this bit, we really can um, nail this bit. There's a large quarter of the image over there which has got basically nothing in it, so we'll do something over there. But this more complicated bit, we probably need to leave that alone because there's lots of fine edges and so on and so forth. How does it even
1: work on a very, very high level? Yeah, keeping it at a pretty high level, (laughs) um, it's... The the analogy I like to use, and I've written about this before, is kind of the analogy of of packing your suitcase. And standard image compression, like you'll find in WordPress or Photoshop, is kind of like going to your, you know, you're going on vacation. You go grab your suitcase, you grab a drawer and just dump it in there, and off you go. Well, (laughs) it's not very efficient. You might have taken a bunch of stuff you don't really need. And you might have lost some stuff that you did need. You know, you might have forgot your sandals <laughs> for the beach. Who knows? Yeah. Um, so the, the compression algorithms that we're using, I didn't build them. Um, we're using a couple different ones. One's an open source project called Cesium. And the other is uh, the compression technology from Tinify or TinyPing. And they do s- kind of what you described. They, they look at it at images on a block by block basis so not necessarily pixels but blocks being like 16 or 32 by 32 chunks of the image and they go you know is there areas in this that are really similar that we could make them even more similar and save more bytes and so that's kind of the the general idea and so you will find those areas or even whole images that are super detailed all over the place and it's really hard to compress those but if there's you know some smooth areas and sky open sky you know that stuff is really easy to compress um it so that's kind of at a it, yeah high level it, yeah
0: it beggars belief to me that that kind of stuff is even possible but amazing that it is it's and it, yeah, it, yeah it's incredible yeah really incredible um so yeah i think probably we've we've gone through the the little smorgasbord of what it is that i wanted to ask although you specifically asked me to mention the chat that you'd had about delivering jpeg to older browsers do you feel that you've covered that all right
1: for the most part what just one word of caution i would throw out there and this is why that kind of came up is in relation to wordpress 5.8 which allows you to upload webp images from the start the problem with that is there is no fallback then. If you use that ability and just upload a WebP from the beginning, there's not going to be any fallback. Everyone gets a WebP, whether they can view it or not. Got it. Um, and so that's why, I mean, we're, we're close to where I'm OK with that. But there's still, like I said, four to 5% of people that aren't going to be able to see WebP images. And so it's good to have that conditional conditional sort of approach. And it's free in our plugin, so why not?
0: Yeah, that is good to know. I hadn't realized that. So yeah, carry on. Uh, the day will arrive when WebP is suitable for everybody, but we're not quite there yet. Shane, just before we knock it on the head, do you want to announce any sort of, I don't know, email address, Twitter handle, best place to find you, that kind of thing?
1: Probably the best way to get in touch usually is our support email, support at ewww.io um, We're also on Twitter at eww.io and Facebook at the same. Um, but we generally you know super responsive on email both adam and i are checking that all the time so
0: okay uh, right yeah, well there we, we go in touch yeah thank you shane for talking to us talking to us today about you eww.io and all of the benefits that it can bring speeding up your wordpress website thanks very much indeed
1: you bet it's been my pleasure
0: Well, I hope that you enjoyed that podcast episode with Shane Bishop from EWWW. Go and check out the product. You never know, it might be something you might be able to make great use of. Certainly going to speed up your websites. And as we know, Google loves all of that stuff. Okay. On Monday, we will be back with a This Week in WordPress episode. I'll be joined by one of my co-hosts and also by some other notable WordPress guests. We'll be talking about the latest WordPress news from the previous week. You can find us at wpbuilds.com forward slash live. Alternatively, go to our subscribe page, fill out the form, and I'll notify you when those episodes have come out. If you can't make it at 2pm UK time. Okay, have a good week. I hope that we'll see you soon, bye bye for now, cheesy music fading in.